Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. This is Roberta Foster. And today I welcome Lucy Austin to Author's Corner. She has written the book Elizabeth Elliot, A Life which is published by Crossway. And she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Lucy. She is a writer, editor, and teacher who has spent over a decade studying source materials on Elizabeth Elliot. She has served on the editorial staff of the Spring Hill Review, contributed to various publications, and developed two high school English textbooks on prominent Christian authors. And she lives in the beautiful Pacific Northwest with her husband and children. So, Lucy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. So why don't you tell our listeners what drew you to the story, The Life of Elizabeth Elliot? Uh, well, I had read uh, a few of Elizabeth Elliot's books, and um, when I actually when I was writing uh, my high school textbooks, I knew that I wanted to include some of her work in the book um, that the students would study, and <clears throat> so I went to um, collect a few biographies of her to read um, and take notes in order to write a mini biography of her um, for that textbook and um, discovered that there weren't any full-length biographies uh, of Elizabeth Elliot available. Mm -hmm. Uh, There weren't any in existence. So when I finished that project, uh, which I had had to kind of go directly to source material in order to write uh, about her life, um, I was just very intrigued by what I had found. And and so, so this book kind of came out of that intersection of my growing interest in her life and also um, the, the lack of, uh, of a full-length biography of her. Yeah, that does seem kind of odd, knowing what an important woman in Christian uh, history she was. Um, so I understand, though, that there were lots of documents that you had to spend time reading and reviewing in order to write the biography. Yes, yeah, she um, was a prolific letter writer uh, and uh, journalist and, you know, journal keeper uh, in addition to uh, all of her published work. And so um, and so her letters um, are, were donated to the Billy Graham Center Archives at Wheaton College in Illinois and um and so, yeah, I was able to uh, access a very rich uh, kind of a treasure trove of material uh, from, you know, the very long course of her life, which was wonderful. So Elizabeth grew up in a missionary family and obviously became a missionary herself. Uh, do you know through her writings if she ever uh, doubted her call or direction that uh, she felt God leading her in? I don't. I don't think she necessarily doubted it. I do think that she um, that it took her a long time to discern what she felt like that call was. You know, she prayed about it over a long period of time, um, uh, trying to understand what God's call for her life might be. Um, and then also, um, I, I think that she felt that her highest calling was always to follow Jesus, 
um, even beyond her calling to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so eventually, um, she also, you know, discerned a call to 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 stop being a missionary uh, and to pursue a career as a writer instead. Um, and she was, I think, she was able to kind of make that shift because uh, because her ultimate end was to know God uh, rather than to specifically to be a missionary. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just in case there are people listening that are not familiar with Elizabeth Elliot, why don't you give us a short synopsis of of how she became well known or how it is that she's maybe a more unique person in Christian history. Sure. So after she graduated from college, uh, she worked odd jobs for a while while she tried to figure out um, where where God might have her go to the mission field. Um, she ended up in Ecuador, uh, and she worked there as a missionary for a period of time. Eventually she got married, um, and then... Uh, uh, not really not all that long after her marriage, uh, her husband and four of their friends were killed trying to make contact with a, a people group in the the forests of Ecuador. Um, and that story uh, kind of captured public interest mm-hmm. um, a- across the United States and really internationally. Um, at, at one point, I think, uh, about 75% of American adults uh, had read uh, the Life magazine account of of those events. And mm-hmm. so that kind of catapulted her into the public eye. And then um, a couple of years after that, an opportunity arose for her to go and live with um, that people group. And so, again, I think that really captured public interest that she was living with the people who had killed mm-hmm. her husband. Um, and and so that kind of, those two parts of her story are kind of what brought her to public attention. Mm-hmm. And then um, she, when she wrote a book about, she wrote a book about her husband's death and she wrote a book about her life with the Weirani. And, um, and then her writing career uh, flowed from that and her speaking career flowed from that. Well, we're going to learn more about the life of Elizabeth Elliot in just a moment. Let me remind you that I'm talking with Lucy Austin regarding her book, Elizabeth Elliot, A Life, which is published by Crossway. And you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. So as you were doing the research and preparing to put this biography together, did you come across anything that uh, was rather surprising to you as you learned about her entire life? Um, I don't know that there was anything, you know, totally shocking or stunning, but um, really very little was known about her life after she left Ecuador. Um, she, you know, she, she was a pretty private person in a lot of ways, and so there just wasn't a lot of public information. Um, and so anything, everything that I learned as I read, it, to some extent, was kind of new uh, and interesting. And mm-hmm. um, she just led a much, I mean, she she lived uh, over 80 years, and she led a very interesting life. So. Well, one of the, 
accomplishments of Elizabeth Elliot was actually uh, in regard to the translation of scripture into the language of the people she was ministering to. Um, did she have uh, Bible translation skills before going to Ecuador? Yes. So after she graduated from, from Wheaton College uh, as a Greek major, she attended um, the Summer Institute of Linguistics, which was run by um, Wycliffe Bible Translators, and learned um, how to do what's called reducing uh, an oral language to writing, okay. uh, which is learning how to create an alphabet and analyze uh, the, the sounds that make up the words and the words that make up the sentences and figure out the grammar and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so she learned how to do that, um, which is the first in Bible translation for an oral language okay. uh, is to be able to write it down and teach people to read it. Um, and so then after she, once she was in Ecuador, she actually worked in, um, first she had to learn to speak Spanish, and then she worked in three separate, um, all quite different mm. indigenous languages during her time there, uh, working on reducing them to writing in preparation for translation and, um, and with with one of the languages, with the Quechua language, um, she actually did uh, translate several books of the Bible. Mm, wonderful. So evangelism is obviously something that was on the heart of uh, Elizabeth Elliot, and or maybe not calling it that way specifically, but getting the gospel out to people that didn't have an opportunity to to hear it. Um, in a common way, such as we do in the United States. So um, mm -hmm. how can reading the book about the life of Elizabeth Elliot encourage people to be uh, bold in sharing our faith with others? One of the things that encouraged me was discovering that Elizabeth Elliot really had a hard time with kind of what we classically call personal evangelism. Um, she, it was unpleasant for her. It was awkward and uncomfortable uh, she really had to nerve herself up to try to do it, and she mm. never really felt like she did it very well. Um, and so she did uh, at various points in her life, you know, starting in college, she did intentionally put herself in situations where she was trying to do that. Um, but also a, a lot of of what ended up being w what people might call her ministry really was kind of relying on the, the strengths of her her gift um, to share what God was doing in her own life mm -hmm. rather than trying to go, um, you know, knock on doors and hand out tracts mm -hmm. and cold call people, so to speak. Right. Um, and so I think, I think that can be very encouraging to think that in the way that God has made each of us, we can use uh, our own gifts and strengths and talents mm -hmm. um, just to share what God is doing in our own lives rather than having to try to squeeze ourselves into a mold of what we think uh, evangelism ought to look like. Amen. That's great. Great way to say that. Well, tell us a little bit about the life of Elizabeth Elliot after she left uh, Ecuador. So she, what she always said in her brief author biography on her website was that uh, she led a life of writing and speaking. Uh, and in a lot of ways, that is that is what she did. 
Uh, her schedule was very full. Um, she traveled nationally and internationally to speak. Um, she had a radio program for 13 years that ran five days a week. And in, in between that, somehow she wrote several books. Um, but also, um, you know, she was a mother. She was a grandmother. She was a dog owner. Um, she loved the ocean. Uh, and she loved uh, sharing chocolate cake with the friends. And um, she... She was married actually twice more. Uh, her second husband died of cancer, uh, and then a few years after that, she married again. So she had a, a very rich and full life. So today I'm talking with Lucy Austin about her book, Elizabeth Elliot, A Life. Lucy, tell our listeners how they can find out more about this book. I have a website, lucysraustin.com, Uh and also, I think the book is available, as they say, wherever books are sold. Right. Uh, you can get it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble or uh, or any of those Christian book distributors, any of those online retailers. If there was one thing you hoped the readers of your book took away from it, what would that be? I think that Elizabeth Elliot's tagline from her radio program, You are loved with an everlasting love, and underneath are the everlasting arms. Mm. Uh, and and through all the ups and downs of her life, uh, God was the constant, uh, and uh, and His love was the constant that was the foundation that let her keep going. And I think that's a good foundation for all of us. Okay. So one more time, the book today is Elizabeth Elliot, A Life, and we've been talking with Lucy Austin, and we certainly thank Crossway for giving us a copy of the book to talk about. Lucy, thank you so much for sharing uh, what you've been through in writing this book, and a wonderful opportunity to have the entire life of Elizabeth Elliot in one location. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for your interest in the book. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. And let me remind you that if you missed any part of today's interview or would just like to hear it again, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to join us again next time on Author's Corner. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the Insider's Guide to All Things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.